Welcome back to Team Talk, ESPN Radio 1017. The team here till about 6.45. Then we're going to go to the pit for the regional championship game for TBT. The winner of tonight's game will advance to the Elite Eight in Dayton. It's the three-seeded L.A. Cheaters versus the number one seat, uh, Heartfire. And uh, part of the broadcast crew tonight is former Lobo great Hunter Green. And thank you so much for joining us here, Hunter. Um, so uh, I want to you know, talk more about the Lobo game uh, and uh, tonight's game and all that stuff. Uh, just your perspective, because nobody's got a better perspective as, as you were a, a terrific high school player coming out of uh, California player of the year in three, a in Southern California, right. great Lobo player, uh, you know, dabbled in professionally as well. Uh, so your thoughts on the TBT uh, there, Hunter? Well, I mean, I like it. This tournament's awesome. I, I like the professionalism and the way they, you know, from top to bottom, the, the, the talent that's on the floor, officiating, um, I love the Elam uh, ending. I mean, that's awesome. I, I just it's exciting, um, you know, to watch. So from that perspective, I, I think it's awesome. Yeah. So the Elam ending, since you mentioned it, um, you know, it's it's something that is being used a little bit more and more. The NBA All Star t- is is using it. They're they're looking at it for international purposes as well. Um, what are your thoughts of maybe uh, using these in like specialized tournaments, like non-conference yeah. tournaments and stuff like that, and see how it works? Yeah, because- I mean at the pro level, I don't know about college, but pro level, I think you know that maybe they start it, you know, beta tested in the uh, G League, right? I mean, maybe you do it there, uh, or like you say, maybe there's a mid-season tournament the NBA's planning on doing, and maybe you you do it there. They've tried it in the what All Star Games? Yes. Oh, yeah. So I think you, you know you continue to play with it. I think it's a genius idea. The guy Elon, of course. I mean, he's a genius. But <laughs> I, I just like the idea. I think it leads to uh, more exciting finishes. Um, you have to score to win. Uh, there's no more of this foul. Right. You know, shoot. Duh, 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 duh. And you know, guys will always try that strategy. Um, but but when when I saw the numbers. And the success rate is only like 15%, right? right? So um, this gives you a greater chance to come back and win uh, with this Elam ending. So I like it. Uh, Hunter, so uh, tonight's the championship game, L.A. Cheaters and Hardfire. Uh, in order for Hardfire to get to this championship game, uh, they went through the Enchantment team, the Lobo mm-hmm. alumni team. Mm-hmm. Just just your thoughts on their performance. We're in no hurry here. Uh, Monday night against uh, the Panamaniacs uh, from New Mexico State, and then in the second game. Start with Monday night. Your your thoughts on, on what went down in the pit Monday night? Well, I mean I, I mean, I just think Panamaniacs, I mean, they had two quick injuries. And guys just, I mean, aren't probably in I mean, and maybe they're weekend warriors, but they're not playing at this level. So, of course, two two of their players, you know, Lofton and I can't remember the other kid's name, went down with hamstrings. Justin I mean, Hawkins, Justin Hawkins, yeah. and Zach Lofton. Yep. Yeah, Zach Lofton and, and Justin Hawkins. So that you know, so that was unfortunate for them. So they had already kind of started in the hole. Um, and I'm trying, I can't have, I don't have the roster in front of me, but the name, uh, their guard. Yeah, their 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 guards yeah. played. Yeah, their guard. I can't remember the guy's all world. I mean, you know, the guy's like maybe five nine. Terrell, uh, just, Terrell Brown is that who you? No, were? no, not Terrell Brown. Guyton or not? Um, um, Gilliard. Gilliard. Yeah. Oh, oh my Gilliard. gosh, he was a yeah. he, man. That guy was a jet. Exactly. So you know, this to me, this region, especially from from my perspective, has been a guard oriented region. So you, you start there. I mean, if it weren't for him, he carried the Panamaniacs. I mean, he, 
you know, uh, Gilliard was just awesome, right? And then, uh, so the Lobos were able to, to um, basically beat them, and, you know, I mean, almost gave it away at the end because of turnovers, but able, you know, because they had more, and I think in this tournament, you've got to have a long bench, and I think that's going to be important tonight, you know, how many guys can actually play. I mean, you, if, you, if you shoot out 13, if you can play 10, 11, 12 guys, that's an advantage, especially when they were playing Monday, Tuesday. Those back-to-backs are huge when you have a longer bench. And then you have a team that could play together, move the ball. Um, those are key. But I thought what was the difference for the Panamanian, excuse me, for uh, Hart, um, uh, the enchantment- Hart, Hart, Hart Fire was their defensive passion. I mean, they came out with defensive intensity uh, against the Lobos, especially in the second half. Where uh, I say Lobos, <laughs> Enchantment, Enchantment couldn't handle the pressure. I mean, they really couldn't. Um, so that again, the guard play for Hartfire, you know, Washington and Hall. I mean, these guys are off the dribble, um, getting to the rim at the end of the game when no one had legs. Both teams were, you know, exhausted. So that was the difference in that game, where where Enchantment just couldn't keep. You know, they couldn't finish at the end. And the guard play of Hartfire was just too strong and too much for enchantment. Yeah, uh, Washington took control of the game, scored the last nine points. He was unstoppable. And and, uh, one last thing uh, with regard to just the games itself, and then we'll move into tonight's game, because I know you have some connections with tonight's game as well, Hunter, but uh, the the environment uh, there in the pit. I mean, um, you know, it was a slow start with ticket sales once this was announced here, and lo and behold, come Monday night, there's 3,500 very engaged people. Very engaged and engaged again on Tuesday night. It just shows you about the Lobo fan base. Uh, like as you know better than anybody. Yeah, I mean the crowd wasn't your typical pit crowd, but I mean the, the, the fans that showed up were very passionate. It got loud in there. It did for thirty five hundred. Let me tell you. And then, of course, it got a little chippy. You know, um, especially against Heartfire, uh, and then uh, early, you know, earlier in the week against the Phantomaniacs on Monday. So, um, no, I mean the fans showed out for the Lobos. For, excuse me for Enchantment. <laughs> But yeah, I mean that's that that was awesome. I, I and then uh, it's good basketball. I mean it really is. I mean it's not you know it's not just street ball. It's not anything like that. It's these are guys are playing professional and they're playing at a high level. So I, I really enjoy it. And uh, you know it's it, it, and it's again an event that came to New Mexico. We were fortunate to get that, um, and we'd love to see it come back. I mean it just again brings uh, national recognition on ESPN, right? So um, the exposure is great. I mean, kids sitting on the East Coast thinking maybe to come into New Mexico and play ball. They go, "Hey, wait a minute! I know that place. That's <laughs> the pit." You know, I mean, they kind of. So it's. I think it's just. It's all good. It absolutely is. Like you said, playing high level basketball, playing for a million dollars, and whoever wins tonight, one step closer to that. We're talking to Hunter Green here on ESPN Radio 1017, the team former Lobo great. He's on the call tonight with Scott Galetti for the championship game. LA Cheaters taking on Heartfire. Uh, were you surprised, Hunter, how how physical and how competitive things got with Heartfire? We were talking about this, like with with the Panamaniacs. There's a little bit of a connection there, but you know, were, were you surprised at you know the and how heated things got at times on Tuesday night? No, you know why? Because their coach Alfonso Ellis, I mean, who I respect uh, both his basketball game and his TV analytics. I mean, he he is uh, he's passionate, so he's going to you know have an intense team, and they did. They brought the defense intensity uh, in the second half, especially where. And Chairman just didn't match it. 
and that was a difference. Uh, it really was. So, well, as we're talking coaching, then uh, just the uh, the other side of things. Uh, his second year as the coach, he talked a lot about you know things that he learned from one year to the next. Just uh, your thoughts on on Kenny Thomas, the head coach, Hunter? Um, yeah, I mean, I thought Kenny did a, a better job. I think for for Kenny, I mean, some of those things you can control. Um, you know, getting you know the right matchups, getting the, the the right players on the floor at the right time, and those type of things you can control. Um, you know, getting guys in position to score or getting guys to defend better. I thought you know Jerome Robinson really added value to giving Kenny um, you know uh, some insight on the on the bench. I mean, situational basketball. I remember there was a time there was a timeout called, and there was a play. I think Coach Robinson drew it up. Where uh, it, you know it was, I think there was like uh, it was a side out of bounds, and the, it, we all thought the ball was going to go to um, Scott. What's Scott's last name? Bamford. Um, for it, or Mathis, right? Well, guess what? Everyone doubled on those guys, and you find first thing or wide open for a layup. And I just thought that was cool. So again, not just Kenny having experience, but adding experience like Coach Jerome Robinson to give you some situational help was key, and, and I thought that you could see it, and, it, and they improved uh, year over year, you know, from last year. So Right. Before we preview uh, tonight's regional final, again, Hartfire against L.A. Cheaters, 7 o'clock winner, uh, winner moves on to take on all the other regional champions with that million dollars on the line. Mm-hmm. I did just want to go uh, back, Hunter. We were talking earlier about the Elam ending. Outside of the fact that it's just so non-traditional, do you think there's anything else that could potentially get in its way of, uh, on this trial run? I'm sorry, I missed that. Just, Say just, that because, again? Uh, just because you know it, it is non-traditional, the Elam ending, like you said, you know, it, it's it's not traditionally we see it in some right. of these other tournaments. Outside right. of that, do you think there's anything else that could get in its way of, of more and more tournaments trying it out? No, I mean I like it. I, I think it's a great idea. Um, you know, it, it's it, it what it does. It, it increases the odds of that team that's behind to compete and win. It just increases it. And it, 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 what it does, it lends for a more exciting finish. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, no, no, it, it really does, and you're playing to a number. All right, uh, so tonight uh, it's the three-seed L.A. Cheaters against the, the top-seed Heartfire. Um, L.A. Cheaters, you were doing your prep for this region, Hunter, and right. uh, there were a couple of things that jumped out right away. Yeah. The head coach of this team that's almost going to the Elite Eight is is Casper Ware Sr. Talk to me about yeah. your uh, relationship so, with him. So, yeah, so in the, I grew up in L.A., played ball in L.A., played for Watch Magicians, and, you know, Watch Magicians was in Compton, um, of course, Castle Ware Seniors from Compton. He played at Fremont High School. They beat us in high school, and it was a, it was a time when, you know, uh, we, I think we were going to it was uh, maybe it was a city playoff to go to, to to state or something like that. It was a very important game at their house, and I just remember playing there, and he was just dominant. I mean, he was really good, Casper Ware Senior, and then. Um, and, and, and the neighborhood he grew up in was is very very rough neighborhood and tough neighborhood. And so I remember that our bus and we get and understand we lost this game and we still couldn't get out. Our bus was trapped in with all these cars and they had the police show up and they had all of us laying down on the floor. I mean it was something else. And in fact, after that, they started having the games not at seven o'clock p.m. at three o'clock. <laughs> so they still wanted daylight. It was just crazy, but no, he's a great. He was a great talent. He was he was good in high school, and, and you could see his son. I think he's probably the best point guard in this region for sure. 
Um, now, you know, talking about those two teams, L.A. Cheaters, and by the way, why do they call them L.A. Cheaters? i got to ask Casper that. I don't even know why they're called L.A. Cheaters, but have you? do you know? No, I don't, but it's not the Somebody's most. Somebody's got to find out. <laughs> yeah, Who's working on this thing, man? Somebody's got to find out. I'll Good find point. out tonight. Please, but please. But the L.A. Cheaters, I mean, their backcourt with uh, Bearfield uh, and, and uh, where those two uh, matched up against uh, Washington and Hall. I mean, those, I mean, this is a guard-oriented region tournament. I mean, it, it, I mean, even the Lobos had good guard play. So, I mean, when you uh, Lobos enchantment, yeah. but when you look at it, those, those mat, that matchup between Casper Ware Jr. and Blair Wood um, going against Washington and Hall. I think that's just going to be uh, phenomenal. It's going to be fun to watch. It is going to be fun to watch, and but- and it will be a very very physical game. Yeah, uh, we, we there's a lot on the line. Again, part mm-hmm. of the, the the thing about this is, you know, one team will go home, one team will be only eight remaining for a chance at a million bucks, Hunter. How many times right. does that opportunity come around, right? One $1 million. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Uh, all right. Uh, well, we'll have it for you tonight, uh, pregame at about 6.50. Uh, Scott Galetti, Hunter Green on the call, the championship game. They've cut tickets in half. You can get your tickets at golobos.com or at the ticket window. Thank you so much. Great work uh, throughout the tournament, Hunter. Uh, you're right, you're no a total problem. pro. Uh, appreciate you uh, joining us for that, and we'll see you tonight at the the pit all right, all right. that's hunter okay. green you got it uh well that's hunter green former lobo great hunter green uh he'll be uh on the call tonight uh, live from the pit uh, right here on espn radio 1017 the team all right when we come back much more we've got uh lobo football coach danny gonzalez joining us at five o'clock live from las vegas we'll uh, talk to him about the conference meetings and a bunch uh, of other things you're listening to team talk joe neal sam hauser espn radio 1017 the team